good to be the king. It's good to be the king. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> That's a fun. Full circle. <laughs> jump, jump. Jump, jump. Jump in my pocket, bitch. Well, that's a new goal of mine, <laughs> to do karaoke on the moon. Let's get just jump. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Jump in Me Pocket podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on when you're listening to this. I am B-Rad. This over here to my... Immediate front is Joe B. What up, what up? How y'all doing today? Yep, yep. Welcome to the podcast. Absolutely. Man, we're going to have some fun today. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, pre-episode number three. three. Yeah, yeah, number three, yeah. Pre-episode number three. Mm-hmm. Um, still, you know, working on some things, working on sound, yeah. some sound bites. We got some good sound bites. We got Brad. Full circle. <laughs> yep. Was suddenly reminded of my Charlemagne. <laughs> a couple little sound bites from our previous recordings. Absolutely. We'll have more. We're going to have a good time with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we're going to start out today. How, how was your How was your week? Uh, week wasn't too bad. You know, same BS, different day when it comes to work. But gotcha. uh, so you, other than that, you know, my week uh, was pretty intense. So yeah. we did the podcast mm-hmm. um, Tuesday night. I Went to the, uh, the opening, Mint. The, the Mint, yeah, doing mm-hmm. my debut gig at the Mint. Yeah. So trying to secure that that gig. Mm-hmm. Went well. Um, got off work at 5 o'clock, rolled in at about 5.15, loaded all the equipment in, set mm-hmm. up, had it going by 6 o'clock. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the, the bartenders and the servers, they were like, you know what, the uh, general manager, he's he's not big on the, on the karaoke. Um, he's thinking that, you know, this will probably be the last night they're going to do it, and they're mm. going to scrap the whole idea. And uh, by the end of the night, they were like, you know what, the, the general manager loves you. He wants you to come back next week. He said it mm-hmm. was amazing. The energy was awesome. And uh, so I was I was, I was, was pretty uh, happy about that. Absolutely. And I was there for a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, the people that we do normally draw a crowd with anyway, because right. you and I, when we do our karaoke DJ, and we bring a little bit Absolutely. of a crowd with us every yep. time. The people that showed up, you know, that was maybe a third of what we oh, normally yeah. get to come out. Oh, Everybody absolutely. else, you know, it was Fourth of July weekend. Everybody's out. And people, like, so uh, DJ back at Dolphy's at the Dolphin, mm-hmm. um, Friday and Saturday, so Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. part of my part of my long week. Um, and all the people that came out to the men, they were like, "Man, that was awesome." Mm-hmm. Loved it. The sound sounded amazing. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, enjoyed the little atmosphere, little area. They have a um, shuffleboard you can play. Yeah. And uh, so that was, that was cool. Yeah. And I, they said I, all, all those people that were there last week said they would be back this week, along with a few others, said they would they would come and, and check oh, it out. Yeah, absolutely. And you're doing that tomorrow night, right? Yep, tomorrow night, five or uh, 6 to 10. 6 to 10, yeah. Yep. I'll be out there for a little bit. Sweet. You can come help me load in. Sure. Yeah, I'll help you do that. So I got to be there at 5.15, is it? 5.15, yeah. I can I'll, swing I'll that. be there about 5.15. Yeah, I can swing that. I can be there. Yeah. You don't have to. I'm just 
Oh, no, 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 man. I'll, I'll show up. I'll come I'll come give you a hand. I know That's you got a lot problem. going on, too. Uh, Kayla moving in. Yeah, Kayla's moving got in. Got your girlfriend moving in with you. How's mm-hmm. that going so far? So far, so good. So far, so good. She uh, She's worried that she's trying to take over my house. I'm she's like, worried about it? Yeah, she thinks that she's like, I'm just taking over. I'm like, no, you haven't pressed any boundaries yet, but once you do, you'll know. <laughs> so, so what's going on there? She's filling you out. Like, oh, yeah. I'm absolutely. worried I'm taking over. And when you said, no, you're not taking over, that was a green light. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a green light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, look, oh, I'm there's, not. There's I'm not yet. So I got to, she's, she's testing the boundaries of where yeah. she can go. <laughs> where she can go, what she can do. And I'm like, look, I will let you know certain things can't be messed with and everything else. Like my little cabinet that i've got my little liquor bottles and everything you know where i you know yeah have my little station i was like that stays where it is it doesn't go anywhere else um we can now the cabinet stays where the where it is or the con- contents stay where they the, are. the cabinet with the contents <laughs> that all stays in that area it's not going to go anywhere else <laughs> but uh you know as i told her you know as long as we're not uh we're not you know in each other's way or anything like that, you know, as long as it's not becoming a, a hassle for both of us to have to deal with, then I don't have a problem with it. So she's like, okay. So we're working on it. We'll see what, you know, the future brings. We'll see what's in store. Awesome. I'm happy for y'all. Thank you, man. Thank you. I know you worked on that for a, quite a while trying to get <laughs> us together. And I was just a, an asshole and wouldn't want to be in a relationship. Well, it happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. But me and Karen went to, uh, it's okay. Rest of my week, mm-hmm. did the mint, Tuesday night, Dolphies, Wednesday night, mm-hmm. which was decent crowd Wednesday night. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, Thursday night, I don't think I really did anything. I think I went to Karen's for a little while. We hung out. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I know. We went to the mint. We went to eat with Kathy and them at the pub, and then we were all rolled over for the mint. Gotcha. And hung out and drank a little bit, and lost. I lost about 100 bucks. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I had fun. It's all matters. Um, Good deal, brother. Friday, Dolphies. Mm-hmm. Saturday, Dolphies. Both mm-hmm. both nights were slammed. Really? Fucking wow. slammed, dude. Oh, me. <laughs> so what are we drinking on tonight, bub? This is um, basil, right? basil Hayden. Basil, basil Hayden. Hayden. Yeah. Basil this Hayden. is just the straight up Basil Hayden. Nothing special mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Never had it before. Uh, figured I'd buy it and try it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Very smooth, very good, very good bourbon. Yeah, I, I'm getting a little bit of a citrusy aftertaste oh, at, yeah? the en- at the back end of it. Just very, very light. Almost like, you know, it's almost like you zested it with a yeah, lemon or something I, like I, that. I just can a, see that. Just yep. a little bit. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very nice. Very nice indeed. Let me see what I can tell you about Basil Hayden. All right. Um, it's cast in a new American oak light char barrel okay it's 63 percent corn 27 percent rye 10 percent malted barley okay released in 1992 okay that's surprising that's yeah. uh that's a newer it's a newer uh, bourbon then so, yeah uh, hadn't been around that long it's what 20 years old from clermont kentucky yep okay um no age sediment Age is at least four years due to the labeling rules and thoughts and thought to be eight years or less. I like this website. Yeah. So the palette at the mm-hmm. front of the palette. See, I'm not I'm not that guy. I'm yet. I'm I'm still learning. You know all you know all the, all the, the lingo palette. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at the front of the palette takes a bit 
takes a bit to warm up and expose the medium dry tannic bite and rye spice opening with light wood and orange notes there you go mm-hmm. yeah see i told you i told you i got some citrus in it <laughs> um as it expands that guy? <laughs> you are that guy damn it <laughs> um, as it expands you find notes of peach and vanilla um, on the mid palate, it's quite light, but there's a bit of chewiness that at a I don't get I didn't chew mine, but I don't know um, that at a higher proof might be more detectable. Uh, toward the back of the throat, oak, black pepper, and vanilla and orange marmalade dominate. Actually, chew it. Like, try that. Like, you get a, a, a melding of the flavor, man. It, like, I can tell what they're talking about when you kind of act like you're chewing it a little bit there. Like, it's not chewy, but, like, if you, like, act like you're chewing a little well, bit, see, like, I, you can get a little bit of a different flavor never profile there. I've never says, done it before either. I was like, all right, but I don't think, try it. I don't, is that what they mean by that? No, it, okay. no, that's not what they mean by it. But there's a bit of being chewiness. being an ass. <laughs> you? Me? Never. <laughs> That's the only button I got right now, so we're gonna use, we're gonna burn the hell out of that button. Actually, there's no one more. We're suddenly reminded of my Charlemagne. <laughs> I mean, uh, could be, that could go well with using. Oh you know, yeah, using. absolutely. Especially us drinking out of these nice little uh, glasses and everything. <laughs> um, but like it says, it's good for um, mm-hmm. old fashioned. Ooh. So that makes sense with the orange. With the orange in it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like. Yeah. That's, uh, That's something, something we need to need hold to that. Yeah, we need to hold that bottle off at least two glasses worth of it <laughs> and make old fashions out of it. Did we finish the one from last week? I don't think we did. We, the, we put uh, a damn big dent. We did a put. <laughs> yeah, we put a big dent in that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but there was three of us that night too. So right, right. Yeah. So <clears throat> where are we at now? We gonna do some uh, odd news. Yeah, let's do some odd news, man. Okay. Bring up that one that uh, you were showing me yeah. before we started. So it kind of segues right in. Mm-hmm. There you go. Strange news. Mm-hmm. Bam. Cla- crabs. It's all yep. about crabs. Crabs. All about the crabs. Cra- about crabs and crabs. whiskey. Crabs and whiskey. Let's talk. Now I've got your interest peaked. Mm-hmm. You do. You had you had me at crabs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a button. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of you had me at hello, you had me at crabs. <laughs> that is definitely a button. Uh, Just in case anybody know doesn't know, if you're ever listening to this podcast, we're idiots. <laughs> Four idiots by idiots. Four idiots by idiots. Jump in our pockets and <laughs> listen while we learn some shit. Ah, cheers, buddy. Is. I'm gonna have to get a refill here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's the the crabs and crabs and whiskey. Okay, crabs and whiskey. That's a song. That's definitely that is, a song. That is a Wheeler Walker crabs hit right whiskey. there. Crabs and whiskey. She gave me crabs, <laughs> not drank her whiskey. <laughs> yep, that's it. Yep, yep. We need to contact Wheeler Walker Jr. as soon as we get done with this. He's probably already working on that right uh, now. He probably could be. Good God. So It'd be hilarious if we could get him on this podcast one time. Starts out. All right, go article, ahead. They're small, they're green, they're crustaceans, and now they are in whiskey. So, um, yep. so green crabs are so abundant. Um, Where is this at? I'm not seeing a location. Northern America, marine ecosystems, 
mm-hmm. Tamworth Distillings Crab Trapper Crab Trapper Whiskey. That's the name of it. Crab Trapper Whiskey. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's that that works. That's a pretty yeah, good name. That works. It, it's better than I thought it would or would be. You know. So the crabs that they're uh, discussing here hitched a ride to the United States on ships from Europe around the 1800s. So they've been here a while. Okay. Um, they At eat a ton a of shell, shellfish, destroy um, estuaries and fish habitats. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't say where Tamworth. Will Robinson, the product developer. Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> Nobody said that to him in a business ever. meeting ever. <laughs> we're going to make whiskey, but we're going to use crabs to do it. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. I could just see there's somebody in the back in that meeting going, oh, oh. <laughs> like the doctor did back in the old school Dr. show. Smith. Is it Dr. Dr. Smith? Dr. Smith. Yeah. Oh, good heavens, boy. Get away from there. Oh. <laughs> I can tell, Brad, you're going <laughs> to fill this whole board with sound <laughs> buttons. <laughs> uh, uh, I apologize if that was too loud. Yeah, this We'll have to put, like, warnings on every podcast we put out. Like, this may cause your ears to bleed. <laughs> So these are laughing. these are strange looking crabs. Like mm. you can see a picture. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like green back and red yeah. bellied. Uh people are gonna hear crab whiskey. Uh you know, it's interesting. Oh yeah. It, but um I'm trying to see where it's located. Mm-hmm. So the stock is mixed with uh spices. Okay. Mustard, mustard seed, coriander, what Coriander, 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 yeah, okay. mm-hmm. and cinnamon, mm-hmm. and combined with a bourbon, a bourbon base. Okay, um, I dig Robson the bottle. Calls it a thinking sipping drink. That is pretty cool bottle. That's a pretty cool bottle. I would buy that just to just to have it. That's pretty cool. Each each bottle of whiskey uses about a pound of green crabs. Hmm. Each bottle, a pound, whole yeah. pound. How much is a crab? You think? How much is a crab? Well, how many crabs? How many crabs you think is a pound? How many crabs do you think is a pound? <laughs> well, Joe, it depends on the girl, and uh, <laughs> 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 I apologize again. But no, I'd we say you're probably you're probably looking at about somewhere between five and ten crabs, probably. So. Yeah, because crabs. I mean, those crabs that we were just looking at, yeah. they were pretty small. Because right. you can see some of those Alaskan king crabs and stuff. You can get a pound of... I mean, yeah, look. Yeah, you can get a pound of crab legs that's Alaskan king crab, and that's only, what, half the crab just on one of those, just like four legs? Right. And that's right, a pound? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So we're talking about six six crabs per bottle. Probably, yeah. But, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's something we would have to... Look, that, that's that, something we I need really, to order. Yeah, I'm really... <laughs> yeah, that's this. something we need to order and try. Just to see, and give a, an honest review of it. But that's Doesn't cool. Like say where you can get it. Oh, I I got a guy. I can probably find somebody to <laughs> to make sure I get a bottle somewhere. Tamworth Distillery. Tamworth Distillery. All right. Oh, I'm sure we could look that up later tonight and figure out exactly where it's gonna. And hell, with that being so, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, with that being so. Um, 
unique. You could probably order that online and have it shipped to you. Oh, yeah. being that unique. Right. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But, yeah, that you pulled that up in a distillery fighting a base of crabs by turning them into <laughs> whiskey. I was like, First thought what? was. What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> so they're auctioning off a Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton in New York City. 76 million, 76 million year old dinosaur skeleton. To be auctioned to be off in New York. City. First of all, I don't care how rich you are. Where would you put that thing? I don't care. If I had enough to buy, if I had enough money to buy um, a Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton, skeleton, yeah. Oh, I'm buying it. I don't care what I'm put, where I'm putting. Oh, yeah, I will. That's the thing. Like you've got to, you've got to build the house around the skeleton. That's fine. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you, Joe. I'm just saying, who the hell has that kind of money? I, and does I mean, well, there's plenty of idiots out there. Not saying rich people are idiots, because I want to be rich one day. And I am an idiot. What would you do? I mean, like, so that's yours. Like, mm-hmm. you can do anything you wanted to. Like, Oh, that's the Christmas Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going with that. Like, exactly. St. Patty's Day. Oh, yes. Orange beard. Yep. Top hat. Out there in the front yard, just <laughs> open jaws, looking like it's roaring. Glass of bourbon in his hand. Exactly. <laughs> I would reenact Jurassic Park every day. <laughs> My God, they're learning. <laughs> they figured out doors. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> uh, so I think, you know, I think that's thing's going to go for mm-hmm. Outrageous amount of money. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say probably the opening bid is probably going to be around $250 million. That'd probably That's be the probably, opening yeah. bid for You're that probably thing. close. Uh, and I'm probably way underestimating. That's probably more than that. Sotheby's, I guess the pre-sale estimate for the fossil is $5 million to $8 million. Really? I would have thought that was a whole lot more. No doubt, man. That's. I mean, that's history in your home that's history that's nobody else that's one of a kind like oh yeah i'm and sure there's never gonna be another one like that oh yeah exactly i'm I mean, sure people there's might have other other fossils other and stuff fossils in their house sure, yeah. Yeah. but how many people have a full tyrannosaurus rex skeleton in their garage you know it doesn't look that big no nah, that's probably a juvenile in the picture i doubt it's a, a full grown that doesn't make a little bit of difference yeah yeah, if it was fully grown, but then again, you know, I'm I'm talking like I'm actually like Richard Grant right now. <laughs> that looks like about a, uh, you know, oh, four yeah, that month was, old T-Rex right there. No, no, that's at least eight months. <laughs> eight months, Joe, come on. You know better. You've got to measure thigh from the thigh to the knee. That is how old the dinosaur is. If it's six hands, it's six months. If I'm actually well, coming off correct stuff. I was looking, I was looking at the teeth. Stuff. The teeth tell the story. You know, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still has his baby teeth. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, that one's loose and getting ready to fall out in the picture. <laughs> Shut up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, back to the yeah today's back to pocket. The lecture at hand. Yep. All right, man. So so today's pocket. Today's pocket. What are we talking the about? The reason Joe? for the season. The reason we're here. Exactly. 
So if you want to learn some shit, jump in me pocket and listen to today's pocket. <laughs> listen what we've got in our pocket today, I guess. We'll figure out how to say that the right listen, way. Listen, listen from our we... pocket to today's pocket. Never mind. I was getting ready to say, just stop, Joe. Stop. <laughs> the hamster died a long time ago. You're just spinning a wheel. If you, if you, if you need a pocket to <laughs> listen to, just just jump in my pocket. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, today's uh, pocket. On today's pocket. Yep, today's pocket. Uh, we're just gonna talk about karaoke. Absolutely. So uh, me and B Rab, we're both uh, karaoke DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing it. 12 years ago. <clears throat> what um, made you get into it, really? Well. Because I, I don't think I've ever asked so, this question. So, you know, I had, the, I had the two bars. Yeah. Um, once the bars went out of business and I shut the, shut the bars down, mm-hmm. I still had, I'd accumulated so much equipment, sound equipment from live bands and just buying stuff to go up on stage. And, you know, I had all this equipment still. Right. And at the same time, I had some debt. Mm-hmm. So... I needed some extra income, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, and, and you know, and here's the thing. Um, years ago, mm-hmm. when people doing were doing karaoke, you you had to have discs, you had to buy all these CD discs. Yeah, yeah. Well, some friends of mine showed me a new streaming service that does karaoke, where mm-hmm. you can get everything at the click of a button. Yeah, absolutely. So light bulb went mm-hmm. off, ding. Um, hook all hook this service up to my system that I already had, mm-hmm. um, and then you had Spotify come into town. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's my music. I'm thinking, hey, I can make some quick bucks. Oh, yeah. um, Q time just got opened up with some new um, owners, mm-hmm. and I think you know. So I hit them up. I was like, hey, uh, mind if I come in and set up and do do some karaoke? Mm-hmm. Um, for you know a little bit extra money, yeah. They're like, yeah, that's fine. And uh, they were they were reluctant at first because they wanted to change from the previous owners who had live music. And they were like, we don't want to do live music. We don't want to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were having a hard time getting rolling, getting their feet off the ground, getting some right. business in there. So it's like yeah. they're like, we'll try it out, see how it goes. Well, yeah, because it's a pool hall. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so to the left of the bar area, they had. Three coin operated tables, mm-hmm. where I'm, where you know, where I was set up. Yeah, exactly. For a long time, three coin operated tables, and so I set up in a little bitty corner, on a little bitty ass table, mm-hmm. and in between these three tables, and people were shooting pool all around me. Oh yeah. And I was like, you know, anybody want to sing karaoke? Mm-hmm. Come on up, and you know, and before long, it just started building, and I. Uh, <clears throat> They got to a point where they, you know what? I think we need to get rid of one of the pool tables. Mm-hmm. Got rid of one of the pool tables. So, kept rolling. Had a little bit of a bigger space. Had a had a little bit of a dance floor where I could get them, you know, out there having fun and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? Time to get rid of one of the other pool tables. Yeah. So exactly. They, they moved two of the pool tables to the back corner from the back corner. Left the one up up front mm-hmm. by itself. And uh, I said, you know what? Um, you know what? I have. I still have some can lights I can bring up and hang up on the ceiling, mm-hmm. and bring in, and create a little show there. Yeah. 
And uh, so that's what we did. You know, we created a little dance area there and just kept building from there. And eventually they took out the other, the third pool table and put seats all back there, high, high top tables and stuff. Yeah. And that and was uh, what? That was 12 years ago. Well, no, that that was uh, maybe eight eight years ago. Maybe eight you years know, ago. And I, and I dabbled in it. When I say 12 years, um, it goes back to when I had the bars. You know, I would right. I would do it sometimes during the week when I had the bars. Right. When the actual karaoke DJ, T-Roy, mm-hmm. when he wasn't there, I'd do some during the week. And, you know, and that's yeah. kind of where I got my start doing it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was built from there. And then, uh, you know, uh, I, I, that ran for like six years, I think, a few times. Mm-hmm. A little uh, bit, probably a little over. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so that was that was pretty awesome, you know, to do that for that long. Mm-hmm. And it it really ended up running this course, and and we 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 parted ways, and I got out of it. I actually got married, moved away, mm-hmm. and I came back to town. And uh, one of the owners of Dolphy, the owner of Dolphy's, Ronald, I've known her for years. Mm-hmm. She needed some help. Her DJ left uh, due to COVID, and um, I came in, helped her set up her system. I told her I did not want to DJ. Yeah, I was out of it. I didn't want to do it, and uh, she said, "Well, can you help me set it up?" I was like, "Okay." So I helped her set it up. Um, I, I trained some people. I trained Andrew, actually. Yeah. Andy and Julie. I trained him how to do it. And he did it for, I don't know, a couple months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, she brought the old DJ back. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd left when he yeah. came back. She called me. She said, I need you in here to DJ. Mm-hmm. She said, what it'll take. Mm-hmm. I said, Ronald, I really don't want to do it. She said, I'll pay you this much. Mm-hmm. I'll give you this much. I said, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> and I haven't regretted it at all. Like yeah. I, I've enjoyed it. <clears throat> oh yeah, and uh, you know that, that's that. You know, and Dolphy's really suit suited my style. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, as far as music, in between music, you know, I didn't play mm-hmm. the the new hip hop because I don't like it. Right. But uh, the whole '90s hip hop thing. Oh yeah. That I, that I play and yeah, because it's a it's a very <sighs> Diverse. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. Say, <laughs> I was getting ready to say eclectic isn't the yeah. right word, but it yeah, is definitely it is, a very yeah. diverse yeah. group of people. Because we'll have a night that it's just a bunch of older people in there just trying to hang out, and all they want to hear is country songs. Mm-hmm. But middle of that night, you'll have fifteen, twenty college age kids come in, or, and people varying in age all the way up to the old people again, and they'll be there for two, three hours, so then you get to play, you know, right. newer stuff and mm-hmm. have a good time with that, too. Yep. And, and uh, the only thing I'm worried about right now is, is falling into a rut, and I kind of have a little bit, and I'm trying to break out of it. Like, mm-hmm. I've gotten to where I'll come in, I kind of play the exact same songs starting out, and then I look at the clock, okay, now it's time to play this. And mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to trying to get back into <laughs> reading the crowd a little bit more instead of just doing the same thing, you know, and, and just branching out a little bit. And mm-hmm. some newer stuff, but stuff that I feel like everybody would enjoy. Exactly, of, yeah. And then, of course, you've always got that opportunity when people come up. Because every time I do it, now that you've trained me how to be a, a karaoke DJ, you know, I, I yell at people all the time, hey, man, if y'all want to sing, come up here and put in a song. If you want to hear something, let me know. I'll right. see if we've got it on our system, yeah. and I'll just play it so that you guys can dance to it or just listen to it before the next singer gets up, stuff like that. You know, it's request time. Now I'll do stuff right. like that. And, you know, I get a lot of people having a lot of fun doing that, doing there. Yeah, well, and Dolphy's like that. And then you get into the singing side of karaoke, <laughs> the yeah. singers. Yeah. 
So yeah, let's get into that. <laughs> let's get into the singers. Yeah, that's a topic all on its own. You know. It's, oh yeah, it's, man. Uh, that's so, the whole reason we had the idea for dolphin tails. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's plenty of them. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I promise you. So when I did Q time, it was nothing compared to Dolphies as far as crowd wise. Yeah. You know, and and I had fun. I you know I could sit there and I could cut up and and I still cut up now, but like there I didn't. It wasn't as crazy as hectic. Like it can be overwhelming at times at Dolphies, oh, yeah. but um, Dolphies, you could have twenty singers. You could have. 25 30 singers oh yeah lined up to sing and they're all set all individual singers it's not it's not repeating like those Mm -hmm. are individual singers waiting to sing yep 25 sing songs or singers that's hour and a half easy easy you know and so if If you're the if you're the 20th singer 25th singer but you know if you're the 20th singer you're waiting an hour easily oh yeah hour and a half easily oh yeah so yeah, they get depending on what songs are are chosen. Yeah, they get a little upset. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and they think, oh, did you you moved me around. No, sir, I didn't. And ha- mm-hmm. you know, this is how we do a lot. Of, a lot of different DJs do different ways. Yeah. Um, as far as the rotation goes, some of them they'll they'll filter in new singers mm-hmm. as they come in, and I don't think that's right. You know, I never thought that was right. You know, I've been here all night. This person shows up and gets right up on the in the rotation. Yeah. Now. I do a little bit different. Like, if we've got like, say, we've got hooks. The end Gen of the G. night, I do it on the, at the end of the night. I do right, it a little right. Bit different, but but like beginning of the night, you know, not a whole lot of people's come in at start time. So I've got you know my four major major singers that I always want to sing, and they're doing signing up for three, four songs, something like that. Somebody else comes in, I'll kind of put them in between, so that way you know we don't have Jim singing three songs back to back or Jim hooks, Jim hooks, Jim hooks, you right. know, I'll oh, put yeah. somebody oh, else yeah, in there sure. just to, you know, just to kind of change it up a little Absolutely. bit. And you know, everybody knows early, that I do early that on. early yeah. on, but I, you know, once I've got a decent little rotation going, I don't do that anymore. And see, I, I don't start doing karaoke until I've got at least six singers. Oh yeah. Five or I, six I, anyway. I think I've started with four and it was, you know, two yeah. hours of just the same four people singing over and over yeah. again. I was like, no, from this point on, I'm just going to And, if it, and if, if it is that low, I'll, I'll throw myself in there for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, just kind of mix it up. You know, I'm not, mm-hmm. the, I'm not the greatest singer. I do okay, but I also know which songs to sing to keep the crowd involved. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you, you know, there's different, several different ways to do it. The way we do it, and I, th- I think you do it this way, mm-hmm. is like a roller coaster. So you sing. Mm-hmm. Once you get off the roller coaster, aka once you get done singing, mm-hmm. you you go back and get on get in line. So you, yep. you go back and put your name back on the list, and you mm-hmm. put it back on the at the bottom of the list, and you wait in line just just like somebody just came in. Exactly. Yeah. Now a lot of them will come up to me when I'm doing the karaoke or something, especially like Jim G or somebody like that, where they'll come up and before they start to sing, they'll let me know what the next song is. But at that point, I've yeah, already yeah, yeah. got a, already enough rotation. They're at the bottom of the list right, now right. already. And if somebody comes in, so if somebody tries to put a song in while while Jim's singing, yeah, they still go ahead of Jim G's next song. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the way I do that. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, all right, cool, we're good to go. And then we, of course, are famous for not doing the uh, no tip to exactly. skip. Exactly. 
Everybody knows. Yeah, everybody knows that. And when they don't know it and they come up and they look at us like we're absolutely <laughs> insane. Because they offer money. Yeah, cash they money. They want to sing now. They mm-hmm. want to sing they want to sing now. Exactly. You or know. they want their girlfriend exactly. or significant other exactly. to be the one that's or up there next. they think, oh, there's a lot of hot girls in here. I need to sing now so they can watch so, me. Yeah, so everybody can have eyes on me real quick. <laughs> How much have you been offered at most? $200. $200. Mm-hmm. I got offered 500 one night. Yep. Yeah. Guy told me he wanted his girl to sing. He's like, I got $200. He started off with 200 He says, 200 bucks. get my girl up there right now. I was like, dude, we don't do the tip to skip. He's like, you kidding me? That's $200 <laughs> cash money. I said, nah, man, we don't do that here. You know, it's an integrity thing. We like to keep it, you know, first come, first serve. He walked away. He comes back about 10 minutes later, and he's like, $500 to get my girlfriend up there now. And I'm like, dude, I'm not moving her. I'm sorry. Right. I, you don't even have her name in the list, so I can't move her up. Number one, I'm not going to do the tip to skip. Number two, you haven't even given me a song to put in yet. So the longer you wait to put in a song, the longer it's going to be. And that's what they don't understand. They'll they'll be there. People that that are there every weekend, they will be there. And they'll come there and they'll start drinking. They'll start drinking. Mm -hmm. I I guess they're just trying to work up their courage. Yeah. But they sit there and sit there, and then they walk up to put a song in, and there's already 15 singers up there. They're like, exactly. There's 15 singers. Yes. When you get here, put your name in. Yeah. And if you need some liquid courage, work on it because it's going to be a while before yeah. you get to sing. And if you're not ready, well, yeah, you can always exactly. you can always look you at us what? and go, hey, I, can you bump me down? Because we can bump down. Right. We're just exactly. not going to bump up. I need to. I probably need to, you know, start sharing that. Like, you know, put your song in now. Whether you're ready to sing or not now. Yeah. Put it in now. Yeah. You know, I can keep moving it down until you're ready. Until you're ready, yeah. But if you wait. You're going to be waiting. Exactly. Exactly. I will admit this, man, I, that yeah. that the uh, QR code yes. thing, I hated it. Oh, yeah. I absolutely yeah. hated it because I was constantly having to mm-hmm. look and go, okay, I can't have yep. this person sing three songs back right. to back. I right. hated that thing. I'm glad you got it rid of cool it. It was cool as shit, but. It was? It needs it need some tweaking done yeah. to it. Yeah. If you, it, you know, you can't sign up another song until you've sang a song. Yeah. Or something. I exactly. Know. Like it. Like, I still like the premise of it, you know, where you can put your picture up on there yeah. and everything else. And that was th- cool. So I can change that. I can change that mm-hmm. and make it to where you can't add a song, but you can see the catalog of songs. Yes. And that's pretty cool. And you can put the pictures up and do all the stuff. Exactly, But yeah. you can't add a song. And mm-hmm. I can do that. The only problem with that is I have to remember to do it every time because it doesn't keep those settings mm-hmm. from time to time. The right. iMac, it does that. Okay. So I don't know why, why it doesn't do that on my PC, but. I don't know. Weird. But anyway, uh, you know, I don't know how some of these fe- people feel when they've been waiting an hour and a half, and you call them, and they've already left. They're not there anymore. They're gone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're mad, if they understand, like, okay, I get it. I, I'm sure there's been a couple that have come in and, you know, not got to sing, because, you know, we'll have some people that come in that we never see them again after they've put in a song. Right. And didn't sing. We'll never see them again. Yeah. But, again, we don't do the, the skipping thing, so. Right. You know, hopefully, if anybody listens to these podcasts that we're, you know, what we're talking about and stuff, people will actually understand, hey, we're doing what we can do to get as many people in to sing as possible and have fun as possible, as much fun as humanly possible. While we're back behind there, we want everybody out there to have a good time. If we can't get to you, we can't get to you. Right. You know, but we're not going to sit here and go, oh, well, you know, just because me and Hooks are friends and, you know, my buddy... 
Jim Bob is coming in, but he's going to be an hour behind. I'm going to just, you know, throw him in as the next singer. We don't Jim do Bob. that. I, I don't know Jim Bob. That's your country bumpkin <laughs> brother. You're Joe B. He's Jim Bob. <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, the only thing they could be mad at is the dance music. Yeah. You know, I, you try to please everybody. You can't please everybody. No. You're not going to please everybody. I don't know. That's but one. you but you still try to do your best exactly. to please as many people as you can. Exactly, and that's why I constantly say, if y'all want to hear something, if you want to dance to something, if you want yeah. me to shut the hell up, <laughs> come up and tell me. I don't care. We will figure out how to make your night more enjoyable while you're here at Dolphy's. But we're here to have fun. We're here to have a good time, and that is my job is to get everybody else out of here happy yeah. as much as humanly possible. So we had uh, – a bunch of people from Lost River that we know come out that hadn't been there before, mm-hmm. and it was packed. You know, there's and it was a it was more of a dance crowd. Yeah. Even though we had twenty singers, the people that weren't singing wanted to dance their asses off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you try to accommodate. So you you know you you play a dance music. You may you know if the dance floor's rocking, you'll play another one back to after that. Mm-hmm. But you, at some point, you have to get back to karaoke. Get back to the karaoke, yeah. And so they're like, "Oh my god, this is like a roller coaster of emotions." Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you oh know, yeah, you're, you're you're on on a high one minute from the Cupid Shuffle, and then now you're singing "Tear My Beer." Yeah. But you know that's just that's just the way it is. That's what exactly. you got to come to expect when you come to Dolphys. Exactly. You're gonna be able to dance. Gonna it's gonna be, to. be there. Yeah. It's gonna but happen. But you can sing too, and you gotta listen to the people sing, and it, you mm-hmm. know that's just the way it is. Yeah, we're. It is a karaoke bar. Yeah, I mean, don't we get it, do. Don't get it twisted. It is a karaoke bar. Right, and I, I'm sure, like, if there was a night where we didn't have, like, if everybody that normally sings with us, yeah, just decided, hey, I don't feel like singing tonight, then we would actually like DJ and just play songs all yeah. night long, just be back there having fun. We'd have a good time with it, but. If as soon as somebody starts putting in names for the rotation, cool, got you up coming up. I'm gonna let this song finish. You're singing right after that, and then we get into the rotation. We start doing that. The the thing about Dolphys is the bad thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would say it, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Is the singers that we do have come sing? They sing slow as country music. Yeah, especially the ones that start off early. Yeah, if yeah. you if you go to Nashville. Somewhere like that was a karaoke bar or a college area bar. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hear that, so you, it's not going to be that big jump from dance music to country. Exactly. You know, like you're gonna as, have as somebody, it is at Dolphys. Right. You're going to have somebody come up and want to sing Truth Is by Lizzo yeah, exactly. and then want to dance to that yeah. same song 10 minutes later. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, you can go from Truth Is or Truth Truth Hurts mm-hmm. um, to Cupid Shuffle, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You it's very hard go to go from, from Troubadour. troubadour yeah. yeah, it's very hard to go from Troubadour into uh, what is that? Yeah, it, yeah, extremely hard from Troubadour to the Wop. I'm the last Troubadour. <laughs> Wet ass pussy. Yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> I don't care how hard you try to make it work; it doesn't work. But it doesn't work. But it has to work. Yeah, you have to make it work at Dolphys. And we have, you know, you try to you try to make it as less obvious as possible. Oh yeah, absolutely. If the song, if it's an up, what I do, this is what I do. If it's an upbeat song, I will try to 
uh, mesh the karaoke song with the dance song. You know, you yeah. try to fade it in together at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's a big jump. I will turn the karaoke all the way down, quiet, silence, mm-hmm. say something about the next song. Yeah, this one was requested or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. I do that too. So. Now, the other thing I wanted to jump in on this one. Haha, <laughs> jump in on. <laughs> jump yeah, in. Hey, jump in me pocket. Jump in me pocket. But uh, the other thing I want to jump in on is. If you're looking for a pocket to jump in on. Jump in ours. Jump in ours. Listen jump, while we learn and, some shit. And, and listen, listen from the pocket. You know, just, just. Put your ear to the stop, pocket. Stop, okay. Jeff. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're my best friend. <laughs> uh, now, the other thing I wanted to jump in on and get your opinion on is, like, when you have someone who's been singing all night, but because you have a limited number of singers playing music in between songs. Right. So, like, you've got... Repeat that. All right. So, you've got four singers, Right. And they're wanting to sing multiple songs. Yeah. Say we've got, I keep bringing them up, but Jim G and Hooks. Right. So you've got Jim G, Hooks, Dale. They're always there. Every yeah, because they're always there. Always and there. we love them to death. Absolutely. They're, they're good fucking and, and people. And people have come to expect them to be there. Exactly. And they know when, oh, here comes Jim G or here comes the Hooks, they know. Oh, yeah. They're going to come down a little bit. They're going to come, they're going to bring it down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But like, I remember one night, um, the only four singers I had, which was the night that I had just four before the you know the main crowd started to come in, it was Jim G, Hooks, Dale, and I think DK that night. So Jim G put his song in first, so I let him sing. I played a song in between them. Then I let Hooks sing, song in between them, let Dale sing, song in between them, let DK sing. Right. Went back into the rotation. Hook, Jim G was up next. Still didn't have anybody there by the time we got to that third round of that rotation. And Jim comes up, and he's like, you know, I came here to sing. I didn't come here to listen to music. (laughs) I'm like, Jim, I said, I'm trying to give everybody else a little bit of a a breather, you know, before they get right into it. And, you know, if they're right in the middle of the drink or going to the bathroom or whatever, that gives them a little bit of space to prep before they get up here. But – yeah, man, I, I got to play some music every now and then, too, to kind of play to the crowd because y'all right. are singing the same things. Every time. Every time. You know, Hooks, he will throw in new songs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All the time. But Jim sing. We, I mean, we have a specific list for Jim G mm-hmm. on our karaoke machine that we just click on his name, and he's like, I want to do this song. Cool, all we got to do is click it. We don't even have to search it. You know. Something I did Saturday night that I hadn't done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed to go over real well mm-hmm. because I was, I was, you know, I was getting to the point where it was, um, every song was slow and it was going straight into rap bangers in between songs. And I was like, too big of a jump. It's too yeah. big of a jump every single time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had gotten in this rut where I was, I'll say, so I was doing country music starting out mm-hmm. and then I would slowly work my way into a little pot, work my way into upbeat hip-hop or 90s hip-hop yep saturday night um if somebody was singing a slower country song i would throw in a country banger you know oh yeah absolutely drinking my hand mm-hmm. you know something like that need and, some whiskey and, glasses yeah yeah yeah. Yep. yeah and i hadn't done that before and i mm-hmm. got into a rut where i was like okay we're done with the, we're done with the country now we're into hip-hop mm-hmm. and i gotta get back into throwing some of those in there because I, I threw a drink in my hand mm-hmm. and the crowd loved it 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I kind of. When I've got the actual time to do it, because I'm still trying to learn the program you've got, you right. know, on on the iPad, to, you know, where I can just play one song on here and then it'll automatically go yeah. over to this other song. Eventually, I will get that down right. But, like, as soon as I start getting singers, like, I'll put together a playlist on title of, you yeah. know, here's what I'm going to start oh, yeah. with, that's, and then I'll work that's my exactly way down. what I do. And I'll, I'll do that. But if I see that I've got, like, four country singers back-to-back, -back, like, these four people are all singing country, in between them, I will switch my list up enough to where I can go, okay, so here's a country song here. I'm going to put, uh, like, Morgan Wallen in between them. After Morgan Wallen, we'll do Alan Jackson. After yeah. Alan Jackson, oh, we'll yeah, do Copperhead that, Road by Steve That's Earl. smart, and I need to do that more yeah. often because I, I, I got into a rut. Like I said, once I was done with country music, I figured, you know what, um, the singers are going to sing enough country music to, to make up for it. Exactly. And so I was exactly. like, you know what, I'm not going to play country music anymore after this point. Mm -hmm. And I, I stop it too after a while. Yeah. yeah. But just to start off, you know, just kind of to break it down to where it's not like, all right, so here comes Jim G singing Troubadour, and then I got to go to WAP. And then from WAP, I'm going right back into uh, She Left Me and She Took the Dog, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a country song, and I'm just thinking <laughs> of lyrics. So, you know, now that they have the Tesla, the self-driving car. Yeah. How long do you think it's going to be before somebody makes a country song about their truck leaving them? <laughs> if that song isn't already in the works, it needs to be. Holy crap. You know, I, my girl left me and all I had was my truck. And then that some bitch left me too. Jim G's going to be the first one singing oh, that. Oh, yes, day. he will. Jim G will be the first one singing that one. Oh. <laughs> but, so you've been doing karaoke for about eight, nine years, we'll say. Solid, solid. Solid eight, nine years. Took a little bit of a break. I've been doing it for a little less than a year. Right. Probably about seven, eight months or something yep. like that. But we both enjoy it, and if – Anybody who ever listens to this podcast, you know, wants to get into it and try their hand at, you know, trying to be a karaoke DJ, what kind of stuff do they need to start off with? Like good, basic good equipment. Question, good question. Yeah. Uh, basic equipment would be laptop for one. Mm -hmm. You got to have a laptop. Uh, some kind of soundboard, like either. A, a, so there's, there's two types of speakers. Two types of speakers. Mm -hmm. and active. Passive is um, there's no power. You don't plug in that speaker. Right. It's just by itself, speaker. Mm -hmm. Active, you plug in them. They're powered by themselves. They're separately powered. Right. So with a active set of speakers, you would need a just a, just a typical soundboard, you know, just something small, something uh, cheap. Just, just, you know, if you want to do two, a two-channel soundboard where you had two mics okay. you can plug into. Okay. Uh, and obviously, with a passive, you would need a powered amplifier or uh, amp, powered mm -hmm. amp or, or soundboard or something to power the speakers. Right. Um, you know, so basically your speakers, whatever kind you get, your mm -hmm. your soundboard, 
to match your speakers mm-hmm. um, and mics. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically it. I mean, to, to the bare minimum, mics, speakers, soundboard, laptop. Right. Um, then you probably need a service. Carafun is, I think, is by far the best option out there mm-hmm. as far as streaming services. Cheap service, if you're just going to do it occasionally for your friends, whatever, I think it's right. like $9 a month. Yeah. Um, for the professional service, which is what I use, is $42 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, you get um, everything can be downloaded to your computer. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stream. You don't have to have internet. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, and as so far as... As far as music in between, maybe mm-hmm. a Spotify... Um, put yourself together a playlist, whatever kind of music you think, yep. wherever you're playing it would like. Mm-hmm. Um, some dance music, you know, some of the, y- you'll learn, you know, the people request songs, dance songs, Cupid Shuffle, you'll learn those, like, you gotta have those, those are essential. Oh yeah, the Wobble, yeah. Cupid Shuffle, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if people want, if an area that you're in likes to do a lot of the square dancing. Right, yeah. Stuff like that. you got to have songs that people know square dancing Boots, songs skating, boogie. Exactly. Or, you know, um, Copperhead Road. Yeah. You know, things like that. But, yeah. that's. I mean, that's basically it. You, you, you come in, set up your speakers, your soundboard, your computer, and you fire on it. Yeah, absolutely. And awesome. You, and you need singers. Yeah, and you just need singers, man. And you don't have to have you don't have to know how to sing yourself. You just no. You know. Now you and I do, yeah. Right. But right. we have we try to make as much fun out of it as possible. And that is the one of the biggest pet peeves I hear from from uh, karaoke singers is when the DJ tries to be the star of the show. Yeah. And sings just as much or more than the actual singer that comes yeah. to sing. Yeah. Like even when you and I do it. You know, if I come in and I'm a, a customer right, yeah, that yeah. night, I'll put in one, maybe two songs. Yeah, you're not, you're not there getting paid. You're there no, to have I'm, fun. I'm there to like have everybody fun. Else. Exactly. But I mean, unless we just have dead air, exactly. Yeah. We're not we're not up there trying to you know, oh look at me, you know, I'm the DJ. Everybody needs to pay attention. I'm the coolest. No, we're we're singing to fill up airtime so that right. other people can come up and write down while we're waiting. When I have a when I have a um, small list. Mm-hmm. I'll put myself in the rotation just like everybody else. Yep. The only time I've done it a couple times where I will put my name next. Yeah. Like that. Just mm-hmm. and the only reason I've done that in the past is because I can see the lineup. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, you, I don't change the lineup regardless of what song you put in. Yeah. That's what song it is. Mm-hmm. So if it's ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, and there's slow, slow, slow. Slow, slow. Mm-hmm. All power ballads. Yeah, and, 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 and there's yeah. not a lot of singers. Still, mm-hmm. you know, if there's still a lot of singers, I still won't do it. I'll keep it the way it is. Yeah, same here. If there isn't a lot of singers and it's slow, 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 I'll put my name in there. Hey, let's pump it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Get fancy like in there or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just something to break that monotony of just slow song after slow song after slow song. Exactly. Yeah. Now. I unfortunately one night wasn't paying attention to time, and I I did one of my go-to songs, and ended up being the lights got cut on right as I was finishing the song. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Ain't and no I was like, ah, I'm sorry, y'all. I, 
you know, I really felt like I, I just really wanted to sing one real <laughs> so, quick. So other people didn't the get the chance to sing. So there was like but three people did. behind me. Yeah. You, the DJ so, got to sing, yeah, but so I didn't get to sing. I'm pretty sure that, you know, there was one or two people upset with me, and I'm like, yeah, look, I apologize. I did not realize how close we were to lights coming on. I thought I had at least another 20 minutes to where I could get the last three singers in. I'm sorry, y'all. Next time I won't sing at all. Y'all come on back next yeah. time, you know. But, you know, you got to work on that stuff too. And you – that's the one of the best things about it. Like, you and I, we can carry a tune. We oh, may yeah, not be yeah, able yeah. to carry it well sometimes. Sometimes. But you can run karaoke, and you don't ever have to sing. Right. Ever. But you can have fun with it, you know. For sure. There's been a couple times where I've told jokes, and, I, you know, I constantly think every time I get behind that thing and I'm on the mic trying to bring up the next singer and everything else – I don't know why it is, but for me, it sounds like I'm a strip club DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Let's welcome Sierra to the yeah, stage. Yeah, exactly. I've got Allie coming to the stage, <laughs> sing her next song. She going to rock it out tonight, y'all. Oh, yeah, I'm the same way. Oh, yeah. But every time it's like, God, I sound like I am. I, I sound like I need to be working at a strip club <laughs> right now. But we have fun with it. But, uh, yeah, man. I, I enjoy it, and, and thank you so much for teaching me how to do it. I, hey, I, hey. You know, I had always wanted to kind of, you know, jump in and kind of watch how you did it so I could yeah. try to see how it was. And then that one night you were just like, I'll show you how to do it. You can come help <laughs> yeah, me. I was please. like, Fuck it, please let's do, do it, do it. That's what I said. You know, when I, when I said before that I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to get back into it because it, it is time consuming. It takes oh, yeah. up a lot of my time, mm-hmm. you know, weekends for sure. Like my weekend nights are done. Oh, yeah. Um, Except for maybe Sunday night, but yeah, even yeah, that's then you still got to you know Cinderella time to go to bed. But at so the same time, work. I am still having fun. I still mm-hmm. get to drink some, you know, drink a little drink, mm-hmm. and have fun and get out to dance and stuff like that. Exactly. And you, we don't sing, but at the same time, it won't, the longer you do it, the people realize that you can sing or I can mm-hmm. sing, so they'll, they'll ask you to sing with them. Exactly. So you do get a chance to sing. You get a chance to get out there and dance. You meet a lot of new people. Exactly. It's great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's not a lot of people I would trust just to hand it over and, like, keep it going. And Brad yeah. does a hell of a job, and everybody's everybody's appreciated what he does. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that, buddy. All right, man. Um, I think so it's uh, – So, does anybody know about Connor O'Connor? Connor O'Fucking Connor? Connor O'Fucking Connor. Okay. Get it. Side note for the, for the podcast. <laughs> Side note for the podcast? Okay. We need a uh, signal, a signifying sound. I said that before. I thought about this before. Oh, like a, a way to bring it in so that I know that Connor O'Connor's corner is coming. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Whether, whether yeah, it's yeah. a whether it's an Irish knock, I don't know what's an Irish knock. I, I was getting ready to say what the. <laughs> <laughs> That's just somebody falling on the door. Maybe I could, maybe I could find an Irish song to play. Hey, that'd be good. That'd be good. Off like that, Irish that flute website, or whistle that, or something. Yeah, website. absolutely. Irish flute, Irish whistle, something like that. Irish song intro. Mm-hmm. For Connor O'Connor's corner. And so, and we, and we could just be talking and be like, I could hit that button. Like, oh, what is that? Nope. Oh, it's that time. Y'all know what that means. <laughs> it's time for Connor O'Connor's fucking corner, y'all. <laughs> Why did I just see it's mail time from Blue's Clues in my head? <laughs> mail time. Mail. Yeah, 
That did, that did kind of sound cheesy. Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But, hey, hey that it works. Might work. It might work. It might work. We'll try it. We'll try it out. We'll find us a little this intro thing. This doesn't have to go on the it. podcast. We can no, edit that. No, out. we're going to edit that. <laughs> Mark. All right. So, let me go get prepped here. Okay. So, hold on. Hold on. Don't go uh, I'm, I'm waiting. What the hell am I waiting for? Because he's not here yet. Connor's not here yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're waiting on Connor to show up. He's drunk and Irish. He's probably at a bar right now. He's probably sitting at the bar going, you know what I don't like about your mother? She's a filthy whore and she gave me crabs. I don't even know you, dude. But I know your mother. But was it crab trapping beer? That was the crab trapper beer. (laughs) Crab trapper whiskey. (laughs) You know, I built this bar with my own two hands. My own flesh and blood went into it. Do they call me Connor O'Connor, the bar builder? No, they don't. You have sex with one goat. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a button. (laughs) And now it's playing. There it is. Y'all know what that means. That's right. It's time for the corner. Words of wisdom from a drunk Irishman. Connor O'Connor, I think you need to get in the corner. Too right, I'm on my way. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get to me, Connor. In the words of Billy Corley, life is a waste of time. Time is a waste of life. You waste it all the time. I can have the time of your life. Hey! <laughs> and that's words of wisdom from Connor O'Connor's corner, y'all. Thank you, Connor O'Connor. Come back and see us again one more time. Some other time. Gonna be back in a while. <laughs> I don't know what he said, but uh, we appreciate him being here. Shut up, you little leprechaun. That sounds like uh, <laughs> Letter Kenny. Yeah. Is that Shorzy? Was Shorzy just here? Fuck you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, no. Your mom squirted across <laughs> my room and killed my favorite, favorite, favorite fish. Give your balls a tug. Give me balls a tug. <laughs> Muscle uh, shirt came in yesterday. <laughs> Muscles come in tomorrow. <laughs> your sister's hot. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of that, so my friends that I go do the uh, the uh, every year, me being prior service military and everything, we, me and a couple friends, we all get together. People I serve with overseas. We do a turkey shoot every year down in Tennessee. Okay. And uh, one of the last times I was down there, we were all talking about Letterkenny, which you had been telling me to watch oh, it yeah. forever, and they were telling me that I needed to watch it. And oh, I, yeah. I still was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. I'll try it, whatever. Couldn't find it to watch it anywhere until I finally found it. It was on Hulu and whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, while I was down there talking to them, they're like, you know who you remind us of? I'm like, who? They're like, Squirrely Dan. I'm like, who the fuck? Is Squirrely Dan? And they're like Letter Kenny. I was serious? like, I have no idea yeah. who it is. And they're like, Yeah, dude, it, it, you look. You have to you watch sound it. like Letter Kenny. <laughs> you sound like Squirrely Dan from Letter Kenny. And now that I've finally watched it, and I'm like, Yeah, out of my friend group, I'm probably the Squirrely you're Dan. Probably, yeah. Well, you, I think you're a little bit of a mixture between Squirrely Dan and and uh, the main guy. 
see it. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Oh, the uh, big shoots. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I'm drawing a blank too. Oh my god. Oh, dude. The next time they come to Nashville and do a live show in Nashville, <laughs> we need to go to a live show. Have you watched the um, Shorzy off? I have not watched it yet. I want to. I've watched a lot of little snippets Spin-off? from the yeah. show, yeah, but I haven't watched the actual show yet. What is his name? Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wayne. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think you're a mixture between Wayne. I think you're kind of a mixture between all three of them. Daryl Wayne and uh, Squirrely Dan. Squirrely Dan. Might have a, might have a little gale in there too. I don't know. <laughs> For those listening, I actually just tried to do her the maneuver behind the bar, just sideways look at somebody. I like that. My safe word is. <gasps> <laughs> Say that again. Uh, Please don't. (laughs) That was probably one of my favorite episodes that I watched. Was when they all found out that, uh, oh shit, what's his name and his wife, the swinger couple? Oh, uh, the McMurray. Yeah, the McMurrays. When they finally figure out that they are swingers and then McMurrays invite them over to go hang out in the hot tub. Oh, you mean the hockey life? No, no, no. The other kind of life. life. That's probably one of my favorite episodes of all time. Mm-hmm. By the way, we endorse Letterkenny. Please, <laughs> please watch Letterkenny if you have yeah, never seen it. Pitter patter. Pitter patter, let's get at her. <laughs> Pitter patter, let's get at her. If you got a problem with Canadian gooses, you got a problem with me. I suggest you sit on that and let it marinate. There's, by the way, there's no Irish people in Letterkenny. No, there isn't, but for some reason I always go Irish whenever I try to do Wayne's voice. I don't know why. Every time. Don't know why. Squirrely Dan, so much easier. So, anyway. Anyway, so we were getting ready to talk about movies. Yeah, so we went and seen, me and my girlfriend, Karen, we went and seen Elvis. Mm-hmm. The new Elvis movie. All right, so before you tell me anything about it, let's... Go ahead and give it a, a Joe B's what, rating what? of approval on a scale of, of 10? yeah, let's say one to ten. Scale of one to ten, one being like what's the absolute worst movie I, you've I ever seen? I would say I would say eight. I would give it eight. Eight, okay. Yeah. All no, right. And the only reason I wouldn't go higher, I just wanted a little more detail, but like into the music and stuff like that, and there mm-hmm. wasn't a whole lot of detail into the music itself. Right. Uh, but you know what? If you did that for his life, mm-hmm. it would be a fucking trilogy. I mean, a three-hour each each movie trilogy. I mean, there's so much. Oh yeah, I mean, going the, on in the whole life of Elvis Presley yeah. that it's 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 no it's not a surprise. This movie was three hours long, and it isn't detailed enough. But um, right, okay. I mean, that, that's my only knock on the movie. Other than that, it was fantastic. I, I've never been, I think we've talked about this before. I've never mm-hmm. been a big Elvis fan, right. per se, mm-hmm. but I've always been interested in his life and what he went through to get where he was. Yeah. And, and rise and fall of his life. And there, I did learn a lot of stuff about what he went through from this movie. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail because you haven't seen it yet. But Yeah, I'm, by uh, all means. But um, it does follow more um, with Elvis's manager. Than I, I mean, yeah, El, it goes through his whole entire life. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little more lean towards the life of the man, manager. How, not in the life of him, but how he affected Elvis's career. Okay. How his manager, the colonel, affected his career. Okay. And screwed him over on money and, and things like that. And, right. And uh, that's I think that's the whole premise behind the movie. Uh, yeah. Kind of like um, uh, Walk the Line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Where exactly. it kind of, like, it followed their life story and mm-hmm. showed how they kind of wrote the music and what they tried to start with and right. where they ended up and everything And else. with Walk the Line, too, it kind of seems rushed. Yeah. The movie seems rushed to get through because yeah. like, there's so much. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, that's, that's and I a guess whole... And I guess that's every movie because you, obviously you can't go through every aspect of his life, but... Oh, yeah. I want somebody to come out with a true life documentary documentary of Elvis's life, and it'd be like a fucking Netflix miniseries special that keeps on going. That's what I would love to watch. Kind of like that. Um, what was that? Um, the Val Kilmer yeah, deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Val. Yeah, that Val. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. I, I could sit down and probably watch that. The only thing is, is. I understand why, especially in a movie format versus a documentary format, why it would be we're only going to hit these highlights because then it would be just it it drag on too much because there's a lot of documentaries that a lot of times you watch them and it's like, God, this motherfucker just (laughs) loves to hear himself talk. I mean, it's going to be well done because I've watched the ZZ Top documentary. Oh, I loved it. And it was amazing. It was awesome. There's so much I didn't know about ZZ Top that I learned from that, that, that show. And I think that's I think that'll be the same thing with Elvis. I think there's so much. Yeah, I, I can mean, see even in this movie like that. that didn't detail, I learned a whole lot about, mm-hmm. you know, what he went through in his life, and yeah. so st- some of the stuff I already knew, mm-hmm. and and thought I knew, and and it just confirmed it. But you know, it it does go in detail. But I think mm-hmm. there's a whole lot more to it than what what you're seeing in this movie and what you've heard, and, and yeah, how that's going to come out, I don't know, but yeah. What was the the Hank Williams one that came out? I didn't see that one. I didn't see it either. But I it, like, I've never heard of that one. There was a Hank Williams one. And it was the dude that uh, Tom Hiddleston. I don't think I watched that one. It's Tom Hiddleston. He uh, he's the one playing Hank Williams Senior, and uh, he was the dude uh, Loki in uh, the Avengers. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's playing Hank Williams Senior. I can see that. Supposedly, it was really good. I just haven't watched it yet. And uh, another I mean, one. It'd I be interesting, watch. but I'm not. I never was a huge old-timey country music fan. Neither am I. That's kind of why I'm interested to kind of watch it just to see, you know, because there was a lot of shit in his life that was a lot, you know, a lot of stuff, a lot of story there that is very interesting. Kind of like I still need to watch Rocket Man, the uh, Elton John. I've never seen that one. Haven't seen that one. And I really want to watch the the James Brown one with uh, Chadwick Boseman. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen that I, one either. I still want to see that. Uh, eventually, one night, I am going to sit down and make myself watch those just to, you know, kind of get a basis. Because I, I enjoyed Walk the Line, and one of my favorite ones is the mockumentary Dewey Cox. <laughs> that <laughs> shit is that fucking hilarious. It's the best. Like, it's so funny. Oh, yeah, it is great. Get out of here, Dewey. You don't want no part of this. 
I don't want a hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover, do we? <laughs> I think I might want to try it. <laughs> I think I might want that shit. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back into uh, the movie. So Elvis, so. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was so it was three hours long, mm-hmm. and we watched it on a Sunday night after mm-hmm. a long weekend. And I thought I'll never make it through this movie. Yeah, and I did. It was it was good. It was a very good movie. Very well done. Mm-hmm. The actor that played Elvis spot on man spot on really okay and, and Karen Karen thinks that maybe they did some um, CGI to, to make him look more like Elvis and dance like him because mm-hmm. it was fucking spot on uncanny really uncanny man he looked okay. just like especially like the older when he was in Vegas yeah 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 man mm-hmm. looked just like him and, and moved like him Oh, yeah. It was unreal. I remember uh, when I was a kid going over and seeing my grandparents and stuff, my grandmother was a huge Elvis fan. I think she actually went to one of the, uh, like, one of his live in Hawaii shows. But it wasn't actually in Hawaii. It was like he was still wearing all the stuff from Hawaii and everything else. And he brought the tour from Hawaii into the States or whatever. But she had went to one of his shows, and she was a Elvis nut, everything like she had like an Elvis decanter that was like this little ceramic statue. And I thought it was just a statue until I tried to pick it up one day to try to clean, help her clean. And the head popped off and I thought I broke the thing and it's filled with fucking whiskey. And I was like, wait a minute. Okay. But, uh, I'd go to her house and she'd be watching old school movies and stuff. And 90% of the time it was an Elvis movie. Viva Las Vegas or, um, I'm blanking on some of the ones that, like, Viva Las Vegas was one of the big ones that I remember her watching a lot. I didn't, I didn't watch any of the Elvis movies. Yeah, I mean, they were all basically musicals with, but it was like that old school Vegas vibe anyway. So, yeah. like, the original uh, Ocean's Eleven movie, you know. Oh, yeah. It was, mm-hmm. it was that Vegas pre-1970s, you know, where everybody, you know, walked around in suits and, it kind of, you know, you could easily see Elvis rubbing elbows with uh, old blue eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could easily see that. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of information regarding him playing in Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah, um, guaranteed, man. Cause that, he was, that was a lot I didn't know about, too. Yeah. Like how that all started and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, where he played. Like, that was new to oh, me. Yeah. Like, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and what... What kills me about Vegas, though, is how some of the places that were up for 10-plus years, just at a minimum, you go now and none of those places exist. Oh, yeah, I know. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to me that those buildings will, you know, those casinos and those hotels and stuff will be there for maybe 10, 15, 20 years. And then demolished, and a new hotel goes up, Boom, different name, in the exact same spot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how long the Luxor's been there, the giant pyramid or whatever it is. It's probably coming up on time for that thing yeah, to but drop. When that thing drops, I mean, the Excalibur, the MGM, exactly, New York, New York, exactly. What's going to go in those there. places? All of those, yeah. you know, and I think. Those are more novelty hotels than exactly, and that's than why fancy they fancy hotels. Exactly, that's, that's why they only stay for a certain amount of time. Yeah. 
But still, at the same time, it's like, I get it. You guys are making a lot of money because people going to Vegas to gamble. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. There's gambling. There's all kinds of other shit that goes on there. But still, at the same time, it's like, how in the world do you really justify on the strip of saying, all right, you've had your time. Break it down. Build up something new, and then it's going to be there for a while. And then if it doesn't do well within the first two years, it goes down and a new one goes up. You know? But anyway. <laughs> and yet, I've never been to Vegas. I'd love to go. Have you not? No, never been to Vegas. Why not? Well, yeah, we'll have to go. Oh, absolutely. I want to. Me and Kayla have been talking about it too, man. What are you doing next weekend? <laughs> 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 I know you're hey you're you're um next weekend when we do have August to what October August to October yeah if they don't have Shut us trying to come November? in to, yeah if they don't have us trying to come in to do little classes and stuff in between I'd love to go back to Vegas I've been three times uh, I've I'd been love to, to go I stayed at the MGM mm-hmm. the Excalibur mm-hmm. and the Rio the Rio mm-hmm. yeah oh fantastic yeah. Loved it. <clears throat> every minute of it. Every minute of it. See, when I was in. I'm slurring now. I'm, I'm doing a little drunk. Getting a little drunk? Shame, Joe. Shame. Yeah, me and a bunch of my friends uh, that I was overseas with and everything, we'd all talk. Like, I remember sitting around the table with Jerry, Dano, Clark, Sadler, and a bunch of other guys, and us talking about hitting Vegas when we got home and reenacting the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm down. So who's, long. who's gonna be Alan? That, that's what I said. I said I'm down so long as I'm not Alan. And everybody's like, You're Alan, dude. You're you are Alan. definitely Alan. I'm like, I am not walking around with a purse. And they're like, Oh, it's happening. We're oh, buying you. Yeah, your you're gonna walk around uh, Donald Duck in it in the next morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> no pants, just a shirt on. I find it really odd that I have to tell you to put on pants for a second time, Alan. There's a tiger in the bathroom. <laughs> found a baby before <laughs> where costco <laughs> <laughs> hey look i found your tooth uh, uh you, yeah that's a classic you, you watch those and he's the only one that doesn't get messed over in all three mean? films like all three films he may end up drugging himself but he's the one that doesn't get messed over until the next day like that whole night that they can't remember messed before. over how what do you mean by messed over like in the first one the first time he meets mike tyson what happens to him? He gets knocked out. Yeah, but the night before, nothing happened with oh. Mike Tyson. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and the second one, you know, he uh, he drugged everybody. <laughs> he doesn't wake up with the tattoo on his face. Right, okay, yeah. He's not you. the one that ends up sleeping with the tie hooker or anything <laughs> else, you know. He's ha- he had a good time. <laughs> but if you watch it, he, he's like an agent of chaos. <laughs> like, nothing happens to him until after everything's worn off. They talked about how they should not have done sequels to that. And yeah, they looked should it as have. a classic. Yeah. But you know what? I, I, I don't think it takes anything away from the first one. Mm-mm. At all. No. They can be standalone. You know, two and three can be a standalone. The first one's still going to be oh, iconic. First one, dude, epic. I will watch the first Absolutely. one over and over Absolutely. again. Every time. It didn't change anything. Exactly. They're making, they're making two, two more didn't change anything. No. I mean, it, it added to the story. And, you know, it, it gave it a little bit more of, okay, so what happened to these guys after this? 
that's fine. But in the same breath, trying to catch lightning in the same bottle, that's damn near impossible, you know. But still, the first Hangover movie is probably one of my favorite ones. I, I'll never forget the first time I went and saw The Hangover in theaters. Me and a buddy went and saw it. And I loved it. <laughs> and then my cousin Jordan and uh, one of my bosses hadn't seen it. We were all hanging out that night. And I was like, let's go to the theater and we'll watch it tonight. I'm like, all right, cool. So we went to go watch it. And the only thing my cousin could ask after the entirety of the movie is, how did they get a chicken into the hotel room? And I'm like, how did they get a tiger in a hotel room? And you're worried about a chicken. What is wrong with you? <laughs> but he he was like, that that blew his mind. That like, blew his mind. He's like, there's a chicken in the hotel. How did they bring a chicken in there? They're in the middle of a desert. I'm like, there's a tiger in the middle so of the I feel desert. Like there's dude. something going on there. Like, he's thinking. I think he has a thing for chickens. He might. He's like, he's thinking like, damn, how can I do that? How can, mm, how can that, I get a, how can I, I get a chicken in my hotel? Room? He, he was the, he was the cousin I was living with when I lived across the street from your bar. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So you give it an eight out of 10 Elvis movie. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Good. Yeah. You gotta go check yeah, it out. I'll, I'll definitely it's definitely check worth, it out. worth a watch. For Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. So yeah, um, so what, what's going on this week? Uh, this week, let's see. Today is Monday. I'm off tomorrow. So you're gonna come by the mint? Yes. For a minute. Yep. Mint we'll, for a minute. Mint for a minute. Um, yeah, we'll be by the mint tomorrow night. Um, I think Kayla's got a friend that's having a birthday party, and I think we're doing something. Bring the birthday of, party to the mint. You gotta bring the birthday. I, I don't party know to if the it's mint. on Tuesday or not. <laughs> But uh, if it is, I'm pretty sure, like, they're already talking about going to the Mint. So, oh, if, it yeah, is, yeah. if it is tomorrow night, then we'll definitely, like, swing by on that side. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that's Tuesday night or if that's going to be on, like, Saturday night or something like that. But okay. me and Kayla will definitely be out at uh, the Mint for a little bit tomorrow night. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. So, did I tell you, like, so when we shut down last week, mm-hmm. I plugged into their overhead sound system. Did I tell mm-hmm. you that? No, you didn't. Yeah, so I shut it down because they wanted me to do that to begin with. Right. But I was just in such a hurry to get going. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to do my thing, and we'll deal mm-hmm. with that later. And uh, at the end of the night, because he came up and asked me, he's like, you, were you able to plug into the overhead? I was like, well, you know, I hadn't yet. I'm just trying to get everything right my yeah, way yeah. first. He said, no, that's fine, that's fine. And at the end of the night when I shut down, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this out. Mm-hmm. So all, all it is is an XLR hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. And, and what I was doing – on my soundboard was taking my left side mm-hmm. into their system and daisy chaining my right side speakers through the right side. Okay. Right, my speakers through the right side. Gotcha. And uh, sounded amazing. Really? Sounded fucking amazing. Okay. So you're going to do that for the next yeah. setup. And so Sweet. what I do is you have your pan button mm-hmm. where you can turn different, different signals to the left or right. So you can turn your vocals just to the main speakers. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you, yeah, you, you can turn them to your main speakers, and the whole crowd don't hear <laughs> bad singers. Exactly. Over the, over the right, right, right. But if they're good singers, you can turn it in through the whole sound. And it, I sang, mm-hmm. and I think it sounded fucking phenomenal. Absolutely. Um, 
did they figure out the light situation? Because I know they, well, were, they were trying gonna, to yeah. Well, they were going to talk about it. He told me he said we're going to we're going to work on the lights. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure that out. We got some people coming in. We're going to work on that. And mm-hmm. I feel like they're all in. I feel like they're all in on trying to make this thing right. work now. Because he wasn't at first. Yeah, but you got to realize who he had first. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You you had somebody that could not draw a crowd and was basically just sitting there, yeah, just playing country music the oh, entire yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, we you didn't bring in a big crowd that first time, but no. that again, that was, but it, and it wasn't even the crowd. I don't think that that created. I think it was the energy from the oh, people yeah. that were there. Exactly the enjoyment and the people because people came in from the casino. Mm-hmm. And just to check it out, like, oh, shit, what's going on in here? Exactly. They, they didn't sing, but they were interested. And they were yeah, like, oh, shit. I, there was plenty of people that had, like, when me and Kayla were walking out, I saw, like, five or six people walking <laughs> over there going, what's going on over there? Like, <laughs> stop me on the way out. Like, what's happening over there? I was like, oh, it's karaoke. It's, uh, Joe B., he does really good work. Y'all need to go in there and hang out for a little bit. But yeah, uh, even, even so, like, when they, they even told me, like, yeah, he's done. The general manager's not going to do anything with karaoke mm-hmm. after this night. Like, he was done. Yeah. That's what they told me. Yeah. And they were like, they were told him, they told him that, you know, even if you're not going to do karaoke, I think you should add him to your DJ list. Yeah. Rotation. Mm-hmm. Because he plays really good music. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, but then by the end of the night, he's like, yeah, let's do karaoke next week. Sweet. So. Dig it, dude. It's going to be good. We, you know, we're going to have a good time. You know, and uh, we'll have some stories probably f- from the Mint. Too. Oh, yeah. We've got some stories so. from the Mint. We'll have some stories from uh, from Dolphins. Dolphy Tales. Dolphy Tales. Dolphy Tales. Dolphy Tales. So, yeah, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, make sure you join us. I'm glad you came and listened to our podcast. And uh, I hope you uh, Absolutely. Keep, keep tuning in. Absolutely. And uh, like we always say, man. Jump! It's jump in me pocket. Listen while we learn some jump shit. Jump in me pocket. Tell your friends. Exactly. Call in. Let us know. You know we're gonna create a uh, Facebook page and mm-hmm. uh, messages. Let us know if you have a hobby you want to share with with the people and uh, yeah. the people. And uh, any other we'll, listeners? We'll, yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll spot, spotlight it and get you on the get you on the show. Exactly, man. All right. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Join us Absolutely. next time. So what are we gonna talk about before we before we close this out, Jeff? <laughs> So, uh, what is the subject for next week so that we can go ahead and both mentally prepare for that? Um, so, I think we're going to talk about D&D. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Um, real quick, just a, a quick synopsis. Uh, be rad here. I'm an avid D&D player. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm an avid D&D player. I, I've always loved the game. Got out of it for a long time, got back into it with 5th edition, and uh, Joe has always wanted to learn a little bit about it, so I'm going to give my information on the hobby, and we'll have some fun with it. Absolutely, absolutely. And hopefully it'll uh, inspire somebody else to play. Exactly. Always uh, looking for more players, man. Yeah. All right. Thank you all. Appreciate you. Have a good night, y'all.